Hello everyone, how are you doing? Happy new month. Uh, even though today is like the sixth month of um, the sixth day of the month, rather, but uh, it's our first podcast for the month of March. And we're moving on from talking about our finances, money, money habits, and all of that good stuff to relationships. So, as much as possible, I will try to touch on relationships with different people our children partners you know um all of that but i want us to start with being in a relationship with ourselves and um why i'm starting with self is because the bible says love your neighbor as yourself so there is the first expectation is that you love yourself so if the Bible says love your neighbor as yourself, so anybody else you're going to be in a relationship with, the love that you have for them is your reflection of how you love yourself. So in essence, if you do not know how to love yourself, you will not be able to love other people, right? Pretty much. You know, so let, let's think about it like this. So if you have a cup and you pour water in it, um, the more you pour in it, the more it fills up and it gets to a point where it over overflows into other areas. Maybe you put it on a table or something. So it overflows into other things, you know. So being in a relationship with ourselves is something that we not only have to do, but it's a continuous process because we're always evolving, you know. So it's just like how we talked about being in a relationship with God, being in a relationship with his word and how it's a continuous process. It's the same thing with being in a relationship with ourselves. It has to be continuous. We have to keep refilling and, you know, keep in touch always because we're ever evolving. So I know most of you think, oh, it's pretty basic, you know, being in a relationship with yourself, loving yourself, very simple. How is it possible that... This might even be a problem um so we're going to talk about some of those things because um, being in a relationship with yourself and loving yourself for a lot of people is actually a very difficult task and a lot of people don't even come around to it so that's one thing i have realized so how do you love yourself you may ask let me start from this point um so how do you be in a relationship with yourself and then evolving into loving yourself let me start from this point you know how i don't know how some of you your backgrounds may be but i've been in situations whereby you know maybe somebody is confronting something that i said or i'm using it as a defense mechanism maybe i've done something wrong or maybe i haven't done something wrong i'm just you know like trying to um, defend something that i've done said or the way that i do things you know and we use the we use the phrase that's just how i am we often say that's just how i am but one thing i've realized about that's just how i am is it can never be good enough because most times are you how you are are you say you are is not how you were created but really is um a person that was formed as a result of your interaction with people and places i'm sure all of you already know that <laughs> I'm trying to get a certification in counseling because I've been referencing it heavily these days. And that's because it has been so 
um, enlightening in the way that we live. So there's a particular course, Growth and Development, and it's pretty much studying how human beings grow and development. That's from the point of fertilization to when you're born, to when you're in the external environment, to, to the point where you die. You know, and there was two different things we were looking at, how your heredity influences your growth and development as a human being and how the environment influences um, your environment as a human being. So we looked at diff two different um, parts of the environment. So your inner environment, that's when you're still in your mother's womb, and then the outer environment. So I'm just going to be talking about the outer environment. And pretty much what we learned is that um, behavior that forms that turns into personalities are not are not inherited they are pretty much learned so people and places to a great extent have very high influence on who we are and who we say we are or who we become so yes there are some things that you know are in it some things that we inherited but even those things you know the, those things are called potentials, for instance. So even those things, what is done with them is highly dependent on the environment that we are in. You know, if the environment enables those potentials to be achieved, then, you know, they would be achieved. For instance, uh, oh, I, I don't have his name. The guy that this um, is, he's a runner. He's Nigerian, and he said, I never expected it, the um, very popular guy. Remember when he was in Nigeria, he was a very popular meme. You, I don't know if you, if you saw how he looked, very skinny, you know, and people didn't know him for his talents. He wasn't popular for his talents. He was rather popular for a grammatical error. Now, um, I don't know if you've seen any picture of recent, but my goodness, he does look amazing. He has evolved in significant, obvious ways. And that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about environment. So envir it's your interaction with your environment that really determines how you will think and how you see the world and how you behave. So I hope you understand the picture that I'm trying to paint, which is that um, it's just a question I'm putting around how you say that you are. Is that how you really are? Is that who you really are? Or is that as a result of your interaction with people, with culture, with religion, um, with your society, what is acceptable, accept acceptable rather, and what is not, you know? And that's just, you know, one answer. How, how can we be in a relationship with ourselves? Just like we have spoken about being in a relationship with our finances, with God, with um, the word of God, through um, studying, asking questions, meditating, creating the time to learn, you know, that is exactly the same way we um, be in a relationship. So a lot of people think, oh, I know myself, I know who I am just because they live in themselves but the truth is you're evolving um things that are being picked up in your subconscious that you're not even aware of you know so if you're saying you know yourself just because you live in your own body you are extremely wrong you will surprise yourself i don't know if there are times where there are things you want to say or things you want to do and then when you open your mouth or when you go for the action you do the opposite exactly that is because um, there is a disconnect be between who you are and who you have learned to be. Um, so, so many of, some of us, 
you know, when we're growing up, we were bullied into timidity. So we're told we're constantly shut down as children, told to shut up. You know, there was this um like your people say on which is um how do I explain this in in English? Um there was this constant fears towards adults so we couldn't express ourselves we didn't have our opinions weren't valid we weren't asked questions and anytime we try to talk it's almost like we shouldn't be talking so it's almost like being quiet even became a virtue so we lost our voices and we became timid and we couldn't speak we we our voices that we came into earth with and our individuality was like put in a shell you know, and we now grow to become these adults that struggle to express their opinions in public. So we struggle to have a voice. We struggle to find our voice, utilize our voice. We struggle to find our individuality and and so on and so forth, you know. And sometimes, you know, you, you want to do something or you want to say something. You want to say something nice to somebody. You want to do something or you want to do something for somebody. But you just find yourself walking away because you're just too afraid or you're too shy or you're too timid. Or you want to express your opinion about something. But you're just quiet, you know. And that's what happens when you shut children down repeatedly. What you do is you plant in their subconscious that they don't have their voice, their individuality doesn't matter, and their opinions in life don't matter. So you you in that moment, you just think that, oh, this child talks too much, and you're just trying to get the child to, to behave or to leave you alone to let you rest. But what you are doing is you are training that child to be um, timid. And this this most of these things that we do, shows up in teenagehood and adulthood you know and that's why i'm a strong advocate for do not shut your children down like i don't support shutting children down at all children are inquisitive as as human beings we should be inquisitive you know in fact our relationship with god requires us to be like children you know so when you shut children down what you're telling them is you're too much you know you shouldn't be you can't be you know and they try to because children are unconditionally loving and they want acceptance and we all do we all want acceptance what they now do is they create a person a personality or a behavior that is acceptable to you and to the society and the environment around them Using another example, say you're in a class or in your office and um, you are constantly being shut down by maybe your manager or your supervisor or your lecturer, or your professor or whatever. It's almost like every time you have an opinion, you are shut down in a very sarcastic, rude, embarrassing way. And this happens once, twice, three times. Trust me, the next time you have an opinion, you are most likely not going to want to express it. You're going to want to keep it to yourself and just let it go. And you're just like, mm, I beg, I don't want voila. Mm, I beg, I don't want, mm, I beg, I don't want. So, but what you are doing is you're depriving the world from your opinions, your individuality, you know, from expressing who you are and from showing us how you see the world. And in turn, what happens is you start to doubt yourself, your abilities, and you generally just withdraw and you form this shell that you hide who you really are in. And that's what a lot of us are. 
going through as um young adults and and i even see some teenagers these days you know a lot of the things that we struggle with emotionally and psychologically the foundation of those things were built when we were children and that is why i say that encourage your children to find their own voice don't shut them down when they talk back at you teach them the style of talking back at you but don't tell them that oh you're this small child shut up you talk too much or you do this too much or you're too inquisitive and you shame them you shame them for having a voice because what most of them are going to do is because they want to be accepted by you and loved by you and they want to be good for you what they would do is try to create another version of themselves where that is acceptable to you so you have to be very careful and some of us are now in our adulthood um suffering from the the experiences of being shut down and being bullied to into timidity as children one of your most powerful weapon is why i don't know if you've been around children that their parents allow them to express their individuality and their voices they always ask why why should i do this why is this thing like that why is that way like that why must be your closest friend especially if you're an adult and you're trying to walk your way back to finding who you really are and trying to live life on your terms and see the world in the way that you truly are created to see the world you need to ask yourself why why do i believe this why do i attend this church why do i feel like this why do i want to why do i choose this career path why do i choose this partner or why do i choose this kinds of people that i date this is something that i had to do when i it seemed like I was repeatedly dating the wrong people. And I needed to, I needed to ask myself, I'm like, okay, hold on. It seems like there is a choice problem here. So why do I keep making these choices? And I realized certain things that about myself, you know, and one of it is, um, so I have a picture of, of, of what my relationship should be like. I find somebody that ticks a few boxes of what I call a good person and then I put them in that picture irrespective of whether they fit into it or not. So when I say I love them, I don't really love them. I love the picture that I have painted and I fall in love with that picture over and over again. So irrespective of what they are doing, I've convinced myself that they are the picture that I have in my head and the hope that I have and that's just what it is and I've convinced myself that that is who they are. I don't get to know who they are anymore because I've convinced myself that this is who they are and that's what I want until eventually it leads to heartbreak and it became a repeated process and some of the some of the reasons again i found out was that okay i was insecure there was a serious need for acceptance you know it's almost like i didn't feel like i was good enough you know i didn't feel like anyone would i didn't feel like anyone wanted me you know and i was very insecure about my looks i was very insecure like there's a lot of digging I had to do and a lot of questions I had to ask myself and I had to be brutally honest with myself in order to get to the root of the problem and solve it from the root. And that's what a lot of us don't do. We try to just solve what is what is um, the result of the problem. But when you really want to get to, you really want a real change, you need to get to the bottom of the problem, which is the root, and then yank it out. You know, so 
you have to ask yourself why. If you're having confusions about the career path, or maybe you have an idea, but you're not really sure, you need to ask yourself why. Why do I want to do this? Why do I want to do that? Why do I, you know, why am I in this career path? Like, I... I also did this. I realized that one of the reasons why I'm so bent on living a life of helping people is because at the age between 14, 15, 14 and 16, I went through some things as a child and I felt extremely neglected and alone. And I didn't know how to process a lot of the things that happened. I, it was, I don't have words to describe how I felt mentally and emotionally. You know, and there was nobody I could express that to. There was nobody that was so involved that would pick up on some of the signs that was um, showing off and my cry for help. Um, so I literally had to go through that phase alone and make so many, I made so many stupid mistakes. Oh my goodness. So many mistakes. And I got to a point where I realized that if I went through this, then most likely people are going through this and people are going to go through this. And I want to be in a position to help people through, you know, this journey, people that are going to go through through similar journey. And that is one of the reasons why I'm so bent on helping people and using my experiences to provide clarity for people. So you need to, you know, check yourself. And again, I asked myself, okay, why did it take me this long? You know, I could have just from secondary school gone straight into something that, you know, I could have gone straight into studying maybe counseling, psychology or whatever. Why did I want to do? Why was I so confused and everything? First of all, I realized that, okay, my parents weren't involved. I wasn't asked, oh, what do you want to be? What do you want to study? So it wasn't priority for them. They just wanted you to go to school, you know. So, and then at the time, Almost like whatever my friend, my closest friend at the time wanted to do, that was what I wanted to study. So it wasn't really a, my choice. You know, I just was going with the flow. And another thing is I felt like um, I valued myself based on how much I had. So it was extremely important to me to make money. I wanted to make money. I wanted to prove to myself that I was worthy of making money or I could make money or, you know, I could be something and I could have, you know, I just wanted to prove to myself. And sometimes I still find myself in that place where I'm like, oh, let me make money first before I do this. Let me make money first before I do this. Um, and I guess that's why um, it's taking me long to finally start this process because I really wanted to prove to myself that, oh, I can make money. Oh, I'm able to make money. I'm brilliant enough to make money. I'm intelligent enough to make money. You know, and that's why I went a different route and then I found my way back here. <laughs> you know, so you need to ask yourself a lot of, it's a lot of, you need a lot of time by yourself. You need quiet time. You need to be by yourself. You need to be in your thoughts get lost in yourself you know and this doesn't mean that you're you're going to be selfish or self-absorbed or whatever but you need to get lost in your own world you need to find out how do i want to see the world what is the world to me you know though i believe that everybody is here because there's something inside of them they need to express and leave behind in this world so imagine living all your life 
on someone else's terms and someone else's idea of life or definition of living life, then you deprive the world of what you came with, you know. And it's almost like you you don't really completely fulfill your purpose because then there was something inside of you that we didn't get to express or the people around you didn't get to express. So it is extremely important to know how you want to define your own world and your own person and your own character, your own behavior. So again, why? Why, 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 why? Go very hard at your why. Sit yourself down. It could be 10, it could be 20 minutes. And just ask yourself, okay, why am I here? What are the choices that I made? What are the choices I feel like I have made so far? Is there a pattern? Why do I keep making these choices? Why, you know, just go at the why, you know? Um, I remember even I was speaking to somebody and she said to me that the reason why she had a kid was because she wanted to feel to feel loved. She felt like she didn't feel she didn't she felt like nobody loved her, nobody accepted her, and she just felt like if I have this kid, this kid will give me all the love that I want and all the acceptance that you know I'm looking for. So you need to ask yourself like why am I doing the things that I am doing? In the process you find out what the problem is and how to change that problem if necessary. So one of the things that I do is take myself out. I haven't done that in a while to be honest but I know that it's something that I do. Take myself out, take myself to the movies, drive alone. Sometimes when I'm driving I just have quiet time so that I can get lost in my own thoughts and you know find out what is going on inside of me. You know what emotions are present why they are present so whenever i feel those emotions i always ask myself why why do i feel this so, so for, for an example now someone says something to me and i perceived it as offensive but you know in my mind i'm not completely sure it's offensive so i keep asking myself why do i why am i offended by this why am i offended by this and sometimes i trace it back to maybe my own insecurity or misinterpretation if i need to walk up to the person to clear out the air then i do that if i feel like oh this is on me i need to work on me then i take it from there you know practice affirmations you know just be in touch with yourself take yourself out on a date you know find out what you like Find out why you believe in the things that you believe in, you know, and just find how to break free. It's it's not easy work. It takes a lot of practice. It's something that I began when I was 14 and I'm still on that journey. You know, the more you do it, obviously, the better it is. Find, find your own voice and break out of the boxes that you have been put in or you have put yourself in over the years and that's all i will be sharing today i guess this is a part where you can add a little bit more fun because i know that we're talking about money and everything is just so serious and everything has been so serious and maybe some of you are even wondering hey god when am i going to come around this thing but yeah i guess this is where you can ease into it you know find out why you remember even when we're talking about investments we said that there has to be why your personal reason why why is a very important question we must constantly ask ourselves in whatever we're doing in life it is our motivation for everything it keeps us going it keeps us in check keeps us in line 
it keeps it like it just makes us understand where we're coming from and where we're going to and where we are at why is extremely important so first thing is get to know yourself and how do you do that a lot of whys be in a relationship with yourself how do you do that get lost in your thoughts take yourself out spend some time with yourself alone find out what is going on the inside of you trust me your subconscious is way is much more larger than you can imagine like everything happening in your subconscious is much more larger than you can imagine so it's a wider world and you need to be aware you need to get lost in that find out what is going on there pay attention to yourself pay attention to your emotions pay attention to the behavior you're exhibiting there is a reason behind it you know and that's all we will be sharing or i will be sharing this week um see you guys later bye